Okay, folks, the next guest on the Irish NFL show this week, we've been honoured to have some great guests on over the last few weeks and months, but uh, we are delighted to welcome in the President and Chief Executive Officer of the Green Bay Packers, Mr. Mark Murphy. Mark, it is an honour to have you on the show. Welcome. Well, it's my pleasure to be here. Uh, look forward to seeing you this fall in person. That's it. You know, I have to say, Mark, and I, I, I know we're going to get into this maybe just later on in this conversation, I will not forget where I was when I seen the tweet that the Packers were coming to London. I'm not even a Packers fan and it was that big of a deal so everyone's really really excited. You were saying off camera uh, talking to some Irishmen, uh, have you got any heritage yourself that, that you want to let us know about? Yeah, no, my uh, father's family is from uh, I think County Cork uh, in Ireland and uh, I, I'm ashamed that I've only been to Ireland once. Um, it was uh, five, probably five or six years ago my son and I went on a golfing vacation we loved it. Uh, we had it was uh, it was great. Our favorite my our favorite course was Old Head. If you ever get a chance to play that course, oh, we play it was so much fun. It was uh, we and we just loved being in Ireland and uh, just uh, such a beautiful country. Well, I'm glad to hear that you got the opportunity to visit County Cork, Mark. That's that's my yeah. home uh, home county. Yeah, so uh, delighted to hear that's where where your people are from. And Mike, Michael alluded to it there in in the opening. Look, wherever you go in the world, whether it's the U.S., whether it's Europe, whether it's here in Ireland, whether it's South America. Wherever you go, the, the Packers, everybody knows about the Packers, legendary storied uh, franchise, the, all of the history, Lambeau, um, Vic Lombardi, et cetera, et cetera. For you, when when you took on the role in um, 2007, you, you obviously knew all about the Packers, but did you were you aware of the, of the magnitude and what is what has it been like, I suppose, for you in the role over over the past decade and a bit? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, obviously, I was familiar with the NFL, you know, having played in uh, <clears throat> in Washington for, for eight years. And, you know, Washington, uh, you know, when I played, was one of the best franchises, uh, obviously, in the nation's capital. Um, so I had a good feel for it. But I, I think being here and experiencing it, it's the fan base we have is it's just incredible. You know, um, and, and then the, obviously, the Every team says they have great history and tradition, but it's really hard to match the Packers when you, you know, think of 13 championships and, um, you know, you mentioned Vince Lombardi. I mean, there's so many, so many people that, you know, grew up, you know, watching Vince Lombardi and the Packers and, um, yeah, it's, we're, we're happy to carry on that tradition. And I think the other thing that's really unique and you know you until you're here you you don't really appreciate how unique it is is and that's our ownership structure you know that um you know we're we're community owned and um you know it's we don't have a rich uh, deep pocketed owner but we've got tremendous fan support and uh, i think you'll see it this fall our our fans are so excited uh, to, to be able to travel to london and uh, see see the packers play there i uh, really looking forward to seeing how they turn out. We we travel probably, and actually that's one, uh, there's two reasons that we haven't played a game in London yet. Um, number one is the economic impact. Green Bay is a small community. I mean, there's about 98,000 people here and uh, and the, basically the population doubles when we have games. So uh, when we have uh, home games, it's, it's a huge economic impact. So we didn't wanna take a home game away 
um, um, uh, from uh, from the from the local uh, local economy and the local community. And then the other fact is uh, we travel so well to away games, um, and you know, and our fans travel. And in the NFL now, they have um, what they call variable pricing. So some games, and usually we're at the highest tier because our fans travel so well that uh, those. Uh, owners from uh, the, the teams that uh, are hosting the Packers uh, have a pretty good revenue day. I'll just say that. Mark, you, you've kind of touched on it there. You know, when uh, Michael said it, when the games were announced every year for the UK, um, I suppose we're, we're obviously kind of privy to the information, but the magnitude of, of the Packers coming, like we saw that opening day when it was to, when it was confirmed, you know, the amount of Packers fans in Ireland, UK, Europe, from both from the States in terms of the reaction of the fans in the States to the fact that you are moving away from Lambo for one game. And obviously then the fans decided the world. Were you taken back by the, the, I suppose, the popularity and the magnitude of what's actually happened in terms of the Packers coming? Yeah, you know, I, I knew we had a, a strong fan base in um, in Europe, but uh, I'm really getting a feel. And I'm sure when I'm actually over there and see it in person, I'll have a much better feel. But uh, yeah, and, and you guys know this probably better than I, you know, our ownership structure I think appeals to a lot of uh, fans in Europe because you know it's it's um, common in uh, some of the soccer leagues there and uh, yeah it's and we're just so unique and and you know the other thing obviously uh, we've had some great great players over the years and you know obviously Brett Favre and now Aaron Rodgers you know for uh, you know for our fans not only in Europe but our fans in the United States to be able to go see. Aaron Rodgers play, uh, you know, the two-time reigning MVP. Uh, it's going to be special to see him uh, playing in uh, Tottenham. Talking about Tottenham, you know, you're talking about a facility that really was built for the NFL. The same contractors are going to try and build this new stadium for the Bills as well. And we were at the games last year, and we have to say, and I, Mark, the field, obviously, the actual football field, it's it's incredible, and, and you're going to love it. And you mentioned Brett Favre there and Aaron Rodgers, you know, you weren't long in your position when Aaron Rodgers took over from Brett Favre, and in a league where many teams are changing quarterbacks every or you know every season or every other season, do you take a, a great sense of achievement in, in in that your franchise has had that consistency at the position now for the space well, of twenty years? Yeah, there's no question. <laughs> um, I think we're very fortunate to have had back to back quarterbacks like that, and you know I think all the credit goes to our uh, you know uh, scouting department and particularly our general managers, you know, Ted Thompson and, and now Brian Gutenkunst. Um, you know, I, I give Ted a lot of credit. Uh, you know, he drafted Aaron Rodgers when we had uh, uh, Brett Favre and, uh, you know, we had other needs and, but uh, he knew for the long term that was best for the organization. And, you know, basically, I mean, we're, we're going to, we're ending up with over 30 straight years of uh, elite quarterback play. It's, uh, Pretty fortunate, and you know the the way the rules are in the NFL now, um, and you're certainly seeing it with Tom Brady. Uh, quarterbacks we protect quarterbacks more, uh, so they can really play it. Continue to play at a high level much longer than than they they could have years ago. Actually, you know, one thing you mentioned Tottenham, really kind of a small world. I'm going to say 2015. Uh, a group from a group of executives from Tottenham came to Lambeau Field, and they were in the process of designing and uh, building their new stadium. And uh, they wanted to see Lambeau Field, 
And uh, so we spent a couple of days showing them around and we're looking forward to catching up with them and uh, seeing all the great things that they've done. I, I just, it looks like a spectacular stadium. And I think they, they looked at Lambeau, some of the fan amenities and fan engagement things that we, we've done around our stadium. Uh, I know they were really interested in and uh, I'm anxious to see what they've incorporated. Well, there, there are plenty of people in Ireland and the UK who have a pilgrimage to, to Lambeau on their uh, things to do uh, on their bucket list, certainly. But the Packers aren't the only team actually headed over uh, to this side of the world because the Erlingus College Classic is on and one of your former places, Northwestern, are, are going to be playing Nebraska here in Dublin in August to kick off the, the college season. Uh, I don't, don't know if you were aware of I that. Am. That's a, that I, I'm really excited. That's, uh, that's going to be great. Um, yeah, I think it's like a, you know, the very start of the college season. And uh, yeah, Northwestern and Nebraska. And what a, what a great experience for the student athletes uh, you know, at both schools to be able to play a game there. And what for fans to have a Big Ten conference game, uh, you know, right in right in Dublin will be uh, be a lot of fun. Are, are you as a as an executive in in the league? We now have obviously the 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 London games, but the the Mexico game, the game in Munich as well. Are like the the game is growing around the world. We've seen the league bring in Brett Gosper in order to grow it, and and the 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 team. How excited are you about the the growth of of the game globally? Yeah, I'm very excited. I think it's crucial for the future of the NFL. Um, there's only so much growth uh, within the United States, and um, you know I know there's a passion for our game, um, especially as people learn the intricacies of the game. I think they have a better appreciation of the strategy and um, and and the athleticism of our players is is tremendous. So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing it in person. And you know the other thing that has been a big priority for the league has been they call the uh, international HMA. I think it's home market area. And um, so we're we're kind of studying that. I know a, a number of teams have started with that and. Uh, as you said, I mean, Germany this time for the first time, there'll be a game there. Uh, I know the league is looking at um, a number of different markets to, to help grow the game. Mark, we, we were very fortunate to be at the Super Bowl in LA in February. And I suppose across the world, the Super Bowl is, is, is a huge event. I suppose the magnitude and significance of it, it really comes to comes home when you're actually at the event. And having played in the Super Bowl yourself, in, in Super Bowl 17, and having an interception to lead Washington to the win, to the win. Do you ever reflect on your own career because you're so tied up in your own business? Do you ever look at players today and kind of compare it to how it was back when you played? Uh, yeah, I do sometimes, but obviously it's very different. Uh, and, you know, I, I, you know, the game has, has grown so much and particularly the Super Bowl. I mean, it was a big game when I played. I was actually fortunate enough to play in two. I, I, my, fam my, my memories are much fonder of the one we won than the, the one we lost. That's why but, I went there, Mark. And then, uh, you know, obviously I've been fortunate enough to play in one Super Bowl uh, the, the Packers played in in 2010. Um, it's just amazing uh, how the game has grown over the years. And um, But, you know, it's great. It's great for the NFL and great, great exposure for the league. And um, I, th I think as a, as a player and now even as an executive, um, I, th I think you have to be careful. You can't make it too big. If that, if that makes sense. And 
Um, one of the things, the Super Bowl that I played in was in the 1982 season. I'm really showing my age here, but uh, that was a strike-shortened year. Uh, so uh, there was a, a strike, and I was pretty actively involved in the, the strike. I was the Redskins player rep, and then I was also vice president of the Players Union. So we were on strike. We only ended up playing nine regular season games. And so the whole season was just a whirlwind. And I, I don't think I ever – we didn't really have time to think about, oh, my gosh, we're, we're going to play in the Super Bowl because the playoffs were expanded and there was no time off. And uh, normally there's two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. Uh, so we ended up just kind of playing through. And uh, uh, was what was really special was the Super Bowl is really great, but uh, um, hosting a, a NFC or a conference championship game is pretty special too. So for us, we were able to play our arch rival, uh, the Dallas Cowboys at RFK Stadium back then. And I'll never forget running out in the field and seeing the fans were jumping up and down and the stands were going up and down. And um, it was just a, an electric atmosphere. And of course, we were fortunate enough to win. We, when I say we, uh, it was, I played on the Washington Redskins, who are now the, uh, who became the Washington football team and are now the Washington Commanders. Just a little <laughs> history lesson for you there. Just, yeah, it's uh, and obviously with the name as well. We had uh, the fortune, the, the good fortune of chatting to Coach Rivera on Super Bowl Sunday, which was fantastic for the show. And it's just great oh, to see the game grow. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, uh, you know, you... a little known fact about Coach Rivera. He is an NFL owner. He owns a share of stock in the Green Bay Packers. There, I so, had no idea. Uh, <laughs> he kept that to himself. I always tell him, you know, Ron, you got to come to a shareholder meeting. <laughs> I have to, I do have another question, but I have to jump on this international home marketing agreement. I've seen, even just as a fan over the last few weeks, Mark, uh, the Chiefs sending former players to Munich for fan appearances. The Broncos were in Mexico over the last two weekends. The potential is just unbelievable. So it's it's exciting to see what Green Bay is going to do over the next few years. Now, we're not going to, don't worry, we're not, we're not going to sit here and say, come to Ireland, come to the UK. <laughs> but I know it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be exciting. And if, I think it's really for the international fan, this is this this is the time to be alive to 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 yeah. just to be an NFL fan. Yeah, you know, I, I should explain. I mean, it's not that we don't want to be part of the international HMA. We just thought it would make sense, take our time, kind of study mm -hmm. it, and figure out what are the best markets for the Packers. Um, yeah, a lot of you know, it depends. We it depends on what numbers you're looking at, but we we have pretty good fan bases, and you would know better than I. Uh, certainly in Ireland and uh, England and, and Germany as well. So um, kind of studying it, but uh, we'll definitely, definitely supportive of the HMA program. You were, you were talking about consistency and, and just my last question from quarterbacks, another real consistent face for many years was, was Ted Thompson from 2005 to 2017, unfortunately passing away last year. Can you talk to us about your relationship with Ted, both, you know, personally and working alongside each other because he really seen it all in his time in, in the organization. Yeah, I tell you, one of the real, real blessings of my career was that I had a chance to work with Ted Thompson. Just uh, one of the finest people I've ever been around. It was never about Ted. It was always, you know, what's best for the Packers. And uh, just so happy, you know, he accomplished so much in his career. He had a great career as a player. Uh, I think he played 10 years for the Houston Houston Oilers, which uh, <laughs> was a long time ago. 
but uh, yeah, just a tremendous general manager and really proud, uh, you know, the, the success he had, particularly winning the Super Bowl in uh, 2010 season. Mark, um, as somebody who um, works in, in higher education, very, you have a, a very impressive educational background, obviously, and just um, wondering what you feel, how beneficial has, you know, the, you have a law degree, you have an MBA, how beneficial has your education been to you in, in your career? Yeah, I, I think it's been invaluable. Um, you know, I think it, it certainly has opened, opened up doors. Um, I mean, there's no question um, in any position, um, you know, particularly a position like I have, it's you're constantly learning. So my my degrees help, but um, you know, um, I think once you get in into a position, um, you know, lear really learning the ins and outs and everything you have to do. But um, you know, I, I I wish I had the foresight. They they have they do have joint degrees where you can take less time and get a get an MBA and a law degree together, but it uh, took me a long time. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, I got my MBA. Well, I was uh, an economics major undergrad at Colgate. And, uh, you know, I did not, I wasn't drafted. I wasn't a highly sought after player. So I, I really didn't, you know, every year it was kind of, every first couple of years at least, I wasn't sure whether or not I'd make the team or not. So my second off season, um, started business school at American University in Washington, D.C. And uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough. I was, it took me about four years going mostly in the off season and then maybe one course during the season. Um, and that was before, you know, they didn't have online courses back then, but i uh, uh, really glad I did it. And uh, I know some of my teammates looked at me like I was crazy when I was, you know, studying during the, during the, uh, during the season. But um, yeah, I, I I, I was, I'm really glad I did it. And, you know, um, in terms of law, you know, it, the, what really drove my interest in that was, uh, as I mentioned before, I was actively involved in, in the player association. And I noticed, you know, I was, um, especially in the collective bargaining process, um, you know, dealing with lawyers, uh, it seemed like every person involved for the league was a lawyer. And um, so I, really, I, I thought that a law degree would really be beneficial because I, I did have an interest in labor relations. And uh, so I was able, when my career ended, went to work uh, with the Players Association and, and uh, worked at the Players Association. I was Gene Upshaw's, one of his assistant executive directors, and then uh, went to business school at night, at, or law school at night in, uh, in Georgetown. So, uh, kind of helped me make the transition. The transition away from playing the NFL uh, or any professional sport can be challenging. And uh, I think the fact that I was able to kind of pour myself into something after my career ended was, uh, was helpful. Mark, from doing our show and obviously being fans of the game, you know, year, year in, year out in the NFL, there's very little downtime between the combine, a really crazy free agency this year on trades. We've got the enormity you now of the draft. Quarterback movement, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. And it didn't even feel like we'd hit the end <laughs> of the season and all these trades began to, to take place. And then we've got the draft and everything that's happened. We've seen this week, Eagles and Saints putting deals together in terms of moving up in the first round. For you, Can you explain to me uh, who won that? <laughs> um, I think the Eagles are... The, <laughs> <It's hard>. <laughs> <laughs> I hear everybody trying to figure out. I guess it's... 
What, well, what's more valuable? Current we discussed it last night. Player? We discussed it last night. We feel Eagles are are looking long, more long term for a quarterback, um, and the Saints are obviously looking to build and be competitive within the division. Sure. Yeah. I was going to ask what's it like for you this time of year because obviously the general manager is focusing on the draft and how different is this time of year for you compared to the season? Yeah, it's, uh, it's still busy. You know, and as you said, it's a, it's a year round and, you know, I'm involved not only on the business side, but uh, on the football side as well. Um, we had our annual league meeting a couple of weeks ago um, and, you know, that takes a lot of time and preparation getting ready for that. And, um, yeah, and really the downtime is not the downtime in the NFL. So our offseason program with our players is going to start up in another week or two and the draft uh, preparation keeps everybody busy. Um, and then the offseason program usually ends about mid-June. So for people in the NFL, mid-June to mid-July is really kind of the downtime. You know, that's where people take vacations and get away with their families and because once the season starts, you know, training camp usually starts, you know, uh, third or fourth week in July. It's, you know, kind of nonstop, uh, you know, you're working weekends and, uh, you know, everything's nonstop through hopefully, uh, you know, mid-February with the Super Bowl. Mark, this has been a fantastic chat. And as the sun sets on our interview, including my camera, which is... Yeah, yeah, you got the sun setting on your, uh, in your room. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Here, we just want to thank you for taking the time because I know, I know it's obviously a very, very busy time. You're chatting to us and chatting to Packers fans and NFL fans, not just in Ireland, but around UK and Europe. And uh, looking forward is an understatement to this game this autumn. Uh, we're all playing bingo here, guessing who's going to be playing. So, you know, we can't wait for the announcements. And look, safe travels over to London this year and just all the very best in, in the next few months and thank you for coming on. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks guys. I look forward to seeing you this fall.